This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. We got Trump, the savagery of Donald Trump. Trump Treachery Thursday. Trump Treachery Thursday. From Get a Job, check out the channel, Get a Job on YouTube. We're going to be laid back tonight. A little laid back at the shift, at my job. Laid back shift, laid back episode. Feeling a bit laid back from this joint. I packed this joint too, man. I packed this joint. Oh boy. Oh jeez. We got some time tonight. We got some time tonight. Or whenever you guys check this out, because this might be uploaded Friday morning, as I also do an episode for Friday morning. What the? But I'm back, man. You already know. You already know what is going down. Jersey Judah back with another edition another episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Like I said, man, this is this is what I like to call Trump Treachery 
Thursday. Trump treachery Thursday. But there's a good chance that by the time I share this and have this uploaded, it will be Friday. But it is what it is. I'm just giving y'all the scoop when I'm giving the scoop. It's been difficult. Not really this week because like, I just got back into work yesterday. But it's been one of those days. Like today has just been one of those days. These people at the job, I have one coworker, right? Well, I have several coworkers, but I have one coworker. The only responsibility that this woman has is to plug up the auto scrubber and to plug up the burnisher for the floors. She can't even do that. So I told him, I told the boss, I'm like, hey man, um, if the floors, if one of the hallway floors aren't done, you know, it's because the person that you hired couldn't plug up the equipment. But that's really all that I gotta deal with. Only problems I'm dealing with. Tomorrow's Friday. Pretty sure I'm gonna be cutting grass tomorrow, which isn't bad. Hopefully by the time I start, all these people are gone. But like I said, a laid back episode for a laid back day. On this episode, we're going to be going through Donald Trump's savage moments, two occasions. We got some time on our hands. So I got at least 24 minutes. And not not episode wise. 24 minutes of content. Now, if y'all been listening long enough, I've turned a 10-minute video into one hour. We're not gonna we're not gonna really try to do that this time around, but if it happens, it happens. Uh, I just want to show people who may not know, who may not understand what's going on, or why I fuck with people like Donald Trump. Think about it, guys. What other, what other president has savage moments? I'll wait. What other president really has savage moments? What other president is really telling it like it is? Instead of hiding behind everybody else's uh, fear of white supremacy in the way that Joe Biden has done. While at one time mirroring and going along with the quote unquote white supremacy, with the separatism, the interracial jungles that Biden feared. Just something to think about. But um, I just wanted to show why Trump, in my opinion, will go down as one of the more effective presidents. The fact that he's not a, he didn't do it, he didn't become this uh, cookie cutter politician. That's the reason why they hate him. He's already known outside of politics. That's why they hate him. The nigga already has his own money. That's why they hate him. They treat him like a nigga, man. They try to get him locked up 24-7 like a nigga. Like, they're just they're doing whatever they can to get this guy up out of here. And he still don't give a fuck. I'm talking about Donald J. Trump who should be the next United States president, in my, in my humble opinion. But we got Savage Moments, two videos. Shout out to Get a Job. 
shout out to Get a Job. Serge Get a Job. He does uh he clips a lot of uh Jesse Lee Peterson the what the and I'm black. The man that's responsible for those. He's like 70 something years old. He's old as dirt. But he clips a lot of his videos and makes compilations of them. They're really funny, really entertaining. And you also check out Get a Job on YouTube. But with that being said, we're just going to jump right into the madness. I'll pause briefly here and there. But like I said, very laid back, very chill type episode. And let's get it started. He was never considered a good senator. He was only a good vice president because he understood how to kiss Barack Obama's ass. Yikes. Yikes. That's, guys, that's Trump, by the way. Matter of fact, let me bring that back. Just in case y'all probably didn't hear it. I'm trolling a bit, but just in case y'all didn't hear it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He was never considered a good senator. He was only a good vice president because he understood how to kiss Barack Obama's ass. <laughs> Listen to that crowd, man. Listen to that fucking crowd, man. Politicians never really gotten that like that level of. I would say the closest thing to this, this will be a far fetched to some people, but JFK maybe. JFK maybe had the same type of effect. What I mean by that is reaction wise. I don't mean reaction from the press. I mean reaction from the crowd, the supporters. Shit sound like a fucking rock concert. It's a rock concert. It's a fucking rock concert. Listen to that. As you may know, there's another big gathering taking place tonight in Washington, D.C. Did you hear about it? A large group of Hollywood actors and Washington media are consoling each other in a hotel ballroom in our nation's capital right now. They are gathered together for the White House Correspondents' Dinner without the president. And I could not possibly be more thrilled than to be more than 100 miles away from Washington Swamp, <laughs> spending my evening with all of you and with a much. And see that swamp talk, you know what I mean? Conversations about the swamp, conversation about dealing with the corruption in the country. 
Oh, man, these people have nightmares about Trump, and I love it. Y'all don't get it. A lot of y'all just don't understand, like, how much, how important Trump actually is to this whole landscape of things. It's mind-blowing to think. You know, 2016, it was all a fucking joke until he won. A part of me, like I said before, I don't shy from it. I didn't give a fuck about Hillary Clinton. Still don't. Don't care about the Clintons whatsoever. Especially that crime bill that they signed in 1993 or, or something like that. Joe Biden participated in it, locked up the most black men, locked up a lot of these black fathers, put these black fathers behind bars in, record, in a record level that some of the blacks don't even know about. They're the same ones that's supporting them. What the? Trump calling out all the corruption going on. Oh, yeah, well, he's corrupted. He's this and that. Give me a break, man. You can never in life, this is what I've learned, you can never in life be as corrupted and as wicked and as a sellout as a politician. You can never be more corrupted than those people. But you get a guy... He may not be blue collar legitimately, but he has a blue collar spirit. And a lot of the underdogs are looking at him as a better leader than what we currently have today. And with just the attitude. And I don't mean that sassy attitude. I mean, a get it done type of attitude. I mean, let's get it done and let's get it over with. Let's knock this out. Right. Let's get the country back to where it is or where it was on an economic level. Where the blacks was doing good, the whites was doing good, the Hispanics, everybody that was willing to work was doing good. But instead, everybody went along with the establishment because the establishment got its hands in mainstream media, got its hands in social media. Uh, a big influencer on what can be said and what can't be said, the guidelines that's put in, the conservatives that's banned out, the radical liberals that are allowed to, the, the radical um, liberated women that can go out there and say kill all men and be promiscuous will censor somebody like me for just even talking about it, talking about the things that are actually going on instead of trying to distract people. I'm just saying. Much larger crowd and much better people, right? Right? For Sleepy Joe, he doesn't Sleepy even know Joe. where he is, what he's doing. Sleepy Joe. I, don't, out I honestly here. don't think he knows what office he's running for. <laughs> I thought he gave up the presidency the other day because he said he's running for the Senate. But he's not going to be running it. Other people are going to. They're going to put him into a home, and other people are going to be running the country. And they're going to be super left radical crazies. They're going to be super left radical crazy. Joe's going to be in a home. He'll be watching television. Everything will be just fine. 
But, you know, we're really, in, in for us, we're not really even into political season, right? And we're getting crowds like this. We were all over, over the last couple of weeks. We like to troll. We like to go the night before. The <laughs> troll. We, just, we do a little trolling. It's called we do a little trolling. Bernie Sanders was... This <laughs> nigga, yo, legendary, man. Meme-worthy, based-worthy Donald Trump. Said, why would he be there? Why, why? Because I want to win. I want to keep everybody up. That's that's a good reason. By the time our term is over in 16 years, maybe 20. (laughs) I wish. African-American population was treated very badly by Biden. He didn't know it. And he doesn't know it now, honestly, because I don't think he knows where he is. No, I don't see Joe Biden as a threat. I don't see him as a threat. Uh, I think he's only a threat to himself. And they're always saying the same thing. President Trump made a totally unsubstantiated claim about Hunter Biden and his father. It's not unsubstantiated, you crooked son of a gun. It's a hundred percent. being examined by sleepy eyes Chuck Todd or some of these people Hunter uh, it's so great that you're here sir Um, Hunter I know they're giving you approximately $168,000 a month I hear they paid you a big check of $3 million I just want to speak on behalf of NBC who's absolutely one of the worst I just want to (laughs) Hunter Hunter I just want to tell you, I couldn't be happier for you. What other president is going to throw shots at a whole network? Come on, man. Only Trump. And he's in rare form. I don't know what what he got, what what he was smoking, what he was fucking with. Because before when he got into politics, I've already given the story about Trump. I didn't know much about him to really give a fuck. At first. Oh, the apprentice the apprentice guy, he's the guy known for firing people. Alright, that's funny. Initially, putting that into perspective, this guy running for president, shit, I ain't sure about that. And then before I even knew about the Republicans and you know stepped out of the Democratic plantation. To know that he was running as a Republican at one time, it's just like, oh, all right. Right? If you're you're uninformed about what's going on, oh, he's one of those people. He's a racist. He's this and that. No, the niggas from New York dealt with niggas, did business with niggas, uh, paid, paid, did, did work, did business with black folks, paid black folks a good amount of money, has a good relationship with a lot of these celebrities before getting into office. In which you would have to solve the mystery of why it's different now. I'm sure him running as a Republican has nothing to do with it. But that's to the people who's not really informed on what's going on. Family, and I I know you don't know anything about energy, and I know it's an energy company, but I, I think they made a great deal, Hunter. And then they fly... 
to China. China. And I'm dealing with people right now. They're tough as hell, those Chinese negotiators. China. And Hunter was not too smart. Hunter. He goes in, he has a meeting, he walks out. It is fund with 1.5 billion, with a B, 1.5 billion dollars. <laughs> Sniggers sound, sound like Dr. Evil, bro. How he said that. Billion. <laughs> Austin Powers, nigga. This nigga sound like Dr. Evil, man. This shit is hilarious. <laughs> this shit is hilarious, man. These aren't the same Chinese negotiators that I'm dealing with, I can tell you. troops we are committed to ensuring that foreign terrorists are denied admission to america in the first place they're not coming here and if they do bad things happen to them we <laughs> must keep radical islamic terrorists the hell out of our country now you understand right from what he just said beforehand <clears throat> What he said beforehand, which if you checked out any news clips, it, it was never that part that was shown. It was the last part, right? And then they'll say, well, Trump said all Islamic people are terrorists. This is the narrative, and this is how mainstream media does what it does and gets away with it. And, it, and the people that wake up and realize, like, oh, shit, this is really, this is really what's going on. We're being lied to. But unless you're watching a lot of these speeches in full or unless in most cases you're there. They'll clip out whatever the fuck they want to clip out and throw in their narrative. To make Trump look like something that he really isn't. Many Americans are saying the exact same thing about you, that you should have warned them the virus was spreading like wildfire through the month of February instead of holding rallies with thousands of people. Why did you wait so long who you to with? warn them? Who you with? And why did you yeah. uh, not have social who you distancing with? <laughs> until March 16th? Who you with? I'm Weeja Jang with CBS News. Oh, CBS. So if you look at what I did in terms of cutting off or banning China, from China. Chinese nationals. But by the way, not Americans who are also nice from and China. Easy. Nice and easy. Just relax. Nice and easy. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga said, nice and easy. Nice and easy. Relax. <laughs> nice and easy. <laughs> I got to bring that back. Oh, man. These are savage moments. Oh, geez. These are savage moments. Hold on. Why did you yeah. uh, not have social distancing yeah. until March 16th? Yeah. I'm Weeja Jang with CBS News. So, if you look at what I did in terms of cutting off or banning China, China. from coming in. Chinese nationals. But by the way, not Americans who are also nice from China. Nice and easy. Nice and easy. Nice and easy. Nice People were amazed. These <laughs> nice gentlemen, everybody was amazed that I did it. The virus was already here. Okay, and you know how many people when I issued the ban? How many cases of virus were in the United States when I issued the ban? Do you know the number? 
No, no. How many cases? Remember, I said one person. How many cases were here when I issued the ban? But Tell did me. you know? No, no, no. Do you have to do your research? How many? I did my research. On the 23rd of March, you said you knew this was going to be a pandemic. Can I tell you what? Well I did know it. I did know it. All I have to do is look. So you knew it. All, anybody knew it. Just, are you ready? How many cases were in the United States when I did my ban? How many people had died in the United States? Did you acknowledge that you didn't think keep your voice down, please. Keep, keep your voice down. Keep your voice down. How many? How many? Keep your voice down. How many cases were in the? Told the bitch, keep your voice down. The president is speaking. You dig? Keep your voice down, bitch. The fuck out of here. I'm speaking. That's how. <laughs> oh man, whites, dude. Gotta love them. The whites, and I, and I mean Trump, he's an extreme representation of the whites, but he's the best representation of white that I can think of. Donald Trump? This nigga don't give a shit. <coughs> Keep your voice down. I'm speaking. Quiet. He tell, me, he tell him to quiet down. Quiet. Quiet. <laughs> quiet. I did a ban where I'm closing up the entire country. How many people died? And that's a fair How many people died in the United States? Zero deaths at the time I closed up the country. Nobody was there. And you should say thank you very much for good judgment. Go ahead, please. Any comment about this Lincoln Project ad that aired? You tweeted about it overnight. Yeah, no, I saw it. Yeah, I saw a project, a thing called the Lincoln Project, when it's George Conway and it's some other people, Weaver, every one of them I either defeated or, or they lost by themselves. If they would really think about it, I have 252 beautiful, brand new, conservative, wonderful judges. Supreme Court judges that are great. We produced the greatest economy in history until a month and a half ago when we got hit by the virus and we had to close it down. And we'll do it again. We've rebuilt our military. We've done things that nobody has been able to do. I've gotten the greatest tax cuts in history, in the history of our country, the biggest tax cuts. The Democrats want to raise your taxes. Oh, shit! Regulation cuts, the biggest in the history of our country, no matter how long a president served. With all of that, I guess they don't like me, but let me just tell you, guys like Bill Crystal, he's he's 0-32. George Conway, you take a look at him, just take a look at that guy. Man's a stone cold loser. <laughs> the man's a stone cold loser. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, this nigga don't hold back nothing, man. Trump, telling Trump. One of the good, one of the good white men for the blacks. A man that takes shit from nobody, Donald Trump. And I've said it before, I'll say it again. He's a representation of the good white. I'm not going to say what Jesse Lee Peterson said because he's shot out. He calls him the great white hope. I'm not going there. You will never hear me say that unless I'm being sarcastic, of course. But Trump is a representation of one of the good whites uh, who really care about the country. And because he's not a politician, 
he can't be controlled or manipulated by those in power and position. That's why he stays he stays on his ten toes. And all these cocksuckers trying to lock him up and all this indictment shit. He's still talking reckless. Gotta love it. Project. It's not fair to Abraham Lincoln, a great president. They should call it the Losers Project. Okay, thanks. many times that the U.S. is doing far better than any other country when it comes to testing. Yes. Why does that matter? Why is this a global competition? You realize how stupid of a question that is, especially as a reporter and as someone who is a citizen of the United States of America? I mean, that's a good thing for us. We should be happy about that. But instead, say the say the uh, the president's being cocky about it. He's being arrogant, as if that means anything to Donald Trump. Get the fuck out of here. Every day, Americans are still losing their lives, and we're still seeing more cases every day. Well, they're losing their lives everywhere in the world, and maybe that's a question you should ask China. China. Don't ask me. Ask China that question, okay? When you ask them that question, you may get a very unusual answer. Yes, behind you, please. Now, I remember this situation. I think I've seen this on TV. And the woman that asked the question was uh, Chinese. She looked all right, though. I ain't going to lie. She ain't bad looking. But she is of China descent, Chinese descent. And, um, yeah, she took offense to it. What, sir, why are you saying that to me specifically? I'm telling you, I'm not saying it specifically to anybody. I'm saying it to anybody that would ask a nasty question That's like that. That's not a nasty Please question. Please go ahead. Why does it matter? Okay, uh, anybody else? Please go ahead in the back, please. I have, I have two questions. No, it's okay. But we'll you pointed to me. I have two questions, Mr. Next, President. next, please. But you did You called on me. I did, and you didn't respond, <laughs> and now. You hear how she's saying, but you pointed to me. It's <laughs> just funny. I got to bring that back, man. This is like what I said before, like some women are children, man. They have that childlike, like the way she said that. But you pointed at me. <laughs> it's specifically to anybody. I'm saying it to anybody that would ask a nasty question That's like that. That's not a nasty question. Please go ahead. Why does it matter? Okay. Uh, anybody else? Please go ahead in the back, please. I have, I have two questions. No, it's okay. But we'll you pointed here. to me. I have two questions, Mr. Next, next, please. You called on me. I did, and you didn't respond, and now I'm calling on the young lady in the back, please. I just wanted to let my colleague finish, but can I ask you Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you very much. And a nigga just walks, like, he ain't going to argue. What do I talk about, man? Not arguing with women, not arguing just getting up and walk away. He'll end the press conference. Like, nigga, I don't got time for this shit. I got other things to do. You got to respect that, especially as a black. This is how Obama should have been. Obama didn't care much for the blacks, the way that a lot of you people have been brainwashed and programmed to believe. See, I knew when these white people started talking about uh, Obama, the way that they were doing it had very little to do with race. <clears throat> it had everything to do with the economy. It had everything to do with the recession. It had everything to do with the unemployment. 
when it was time to show and prove, it, it wasn't nothing really being dealt. We didn't really get a good hand as as a community of blacks from Obama. The gay community got more of an upcoming, uh, a more of a come up than we would have. What the? And now look, Trump four years before the cough cough lockdown shit. The economy. I think there was a poll. I think there was something else too. Some type of research about more black. Uh, there was more black businesses under Donald Trump or something like that. I'm not a hundred percent, but something connected to that. And I don't. And I don't disapprove. I don't think it never happened. Sounds believable. On a financial level, blacks were uh, generally doing better under the previous president. That's the reality. That's the that's the red pill in itself that that most blacks don't even want to swallow. Like that's the red pill in itself. That's the reality. But the matrix being the mainstream media will tell you something opposite. And will get you to look at a person who has a different political belief as this terrorist. They'll try to label you a terrorist for what you talk about. And you, like me, you don't talk about nothing that crazy. You just talk about shit that other people really want to bring up. Right? I ain't talking about uh, violence of any sort. I'm talking about people really coming to an understanding and realizing what's taking place around them. You know what I mean? With Trump, for for a lot of people, it's not the person that they would expect to be that guy who's willing to point out. Because look, I mean, it's the story that a lot of conservatives will say, but I'll say it on a black perspective. The nigga, <laughs> like, the nigga didn't have to run for president. He could have he could have relaxed with his money. So it had nothing to do with money at that point. And whether people look at it as, oh, it's an ego, whatever it is, it worked. I don't want to hear shit from nobody, especially a Biden supporter. I refuse. I'd like to sign this bill. This is a very different thing. How would a better economy have protected George Floyd? Sure, I'll ask after. Will you take questions after, sir? Black unemployment went up by one by point one percent. Asian Americans unemployment went up by point five percent. Black unemployment, black unemployment went up by point one percent. That's a part of the question. Think about that. How is that a victory? You are something. How is that a victory? All right, we just gonna jump right into the next compilation. Let's get it. What about this question of reopenings and the fact well, that- he wants to shut down this country oh, and sure. I want to keep it open. And we you did a great thing by shutting it, shut it down. Wait a minute, Joe. Let, let me shut her. you down for a second, Joe, just for one second. <laughs> and President Trump, you're holding large rallies with crowds packed together, thousands of people. Outside. 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 Yes, sir. Agreed. Uh, Vice President Biden, you are holding much smaller 
uh, events with nobody will show up. People with oh my god, <laughs> nobody shows up to his rally. We have tremendous crowds, as you see. I mean, every and and literally on twenty four hours notice. And look, man, the niggas, the niggas, like speeches are like rock and roll concerts. You heard the audience in the beginning of the last video. It's like a fucking rock concert. And they're all turned up. All those people that are there. And it's everybody. Blacks, whites, Hispanics, Asians. They're all there. They're all actually there. That's that's, And that was the eye-opening part for me. Because I'm saying to myself, well, if this president is really supposed to be this white supremacist, where is his hardcore white audience at that show up to these rallies? You don't really find him. You'll find a mixture of damn near everybody. This is the worst white supremacist of all time. And I say that as a compliment to Donald Trump. He's the worst so-called white supremacist of all time. To a point now, when the blacks start waking up, which you're already waking up, we're already waking up. They're going to try to label us. You know, those who support Trump as, you know, the sellouts and all that shit. But they're also going to put you in this MAGA extremist category, which they come up with these words and these titles. And it's really almost like deflection of themselves, right? Because their side can literally promote burning a city down and burning it and fucking up communities worldwide, right? And the only thing that they'll point out is what happened with the Capitol building. Right? But when you bring up the situations that happened three years ago, oh, they're silent. They don't want to talk about it. Because they were lied and manipulated to, and the people who supported it, you thought it was for your good and um, to better you, and it was really just a bunch of lies ways to get you to believe that one group of people are against you. Sad. What a mess. Joe does the circles and has three people someplace. Okay. Uh, by the way, I am. And the they're going to dominate party. you, Joe. You know that. I am the Democratic <laughs> Party right now. The platform is going to Harris is what I. That nigga said, see, a lot of people don't pay attention to this shit. He said, I am the Democratic Party right now. I got control over this. And look what he did. Look at that control that he had. And, and look and look what good it did for us. Inflations. Just a monstrosity of a president term, presidential term that I've ever seen. As I live today. What a fucking mess. In fact, approved of. What I approved of. A Harris administration together with Joe Biden. Wow. A Harris administration together with Joe Biden. Yeah, is, right. it fair to, is it fair to say he blew it when, in when fact, there was, re- no. when there was record un- low unemployment yeah. before COVID? Yeah, but, but because what he did, even before COVID, manufacturing went in the hole. Manufacturing went in a hole. Excuse number me, one. Chris. Wait. Number two. Chris. Number three. They said they, they would they, take. They, no, you're number two. No. The point is that the president also is opposed to Roe v. Wade. That's on the ballot as well in the court, in the court. And so that's also at stake right now. 
And so the election is all. You don't know it's begun. on the ballot. I, Why is it on the ballot? Because, because Why is it on the ballot? It's not on the ballot. It's on the ballot in the I court. I don't think so. All right, so this is all from the debate. A lot of people, including myself, at the time, I thought it was hilarious. Then I sat back and said to myself, oh, yeah, this is a debate. Other people are going to side with Biden. I just knew it. Because he was he was too much on his game. It was almost unfair. Like, imagine this. Imagine this possible debate coming up. It's unfair. It, it's unfair. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no it, it would be unfair. Trump would annihilate him in a debate. We know this. But this time it was difficult because with all these debates with Trump involving Trump, it almost was one sided. It was always one sided. It was as if these people who host the event, they're kind of like in the pocket of the establishment. I'm just saying. Court. Well, there's nothing happening there. Donald, would and you, you just don't know her me? view on Roe v. Wade. You I don't, don't know her know. view. Well, all right. Let's, all right. Let's talk. I would. We have ended this segment. We're going to move on to the second segment. That was really a pr- productive segment, wasn't it? <laughs> Keep yapping, man. The people understand you. They 47 do. years, you've done nothing. They understand. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Once again, man, got to clap. Got to give a round of applause for Trump, man. That's just incredible. 47 years in office, did nothing. Subject. Over uh, the last four years, you have promised to repeal and replace Obamacare, but you have never in these four years come up with a plan, a comprehensive plan to replace Obamacare. Of course I have. Well, I'll I give got it rid of the individual mandate. I got rid of the individual mandate, which was a big chunk a of Obamacare. That is absolutely a big thing. That was the worst I, I part of Obamacare. Chris, that was the worst part of Obamacare. Let me ask my question. Well, I'll, I'll ask Joe. I, 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 the individual I, mandate was the most unpopular aspect of Obamacare. I got rid of it. I'd like you and to, we will protect Mr. people. President, I'm the moderator of this debate, and I would like you to let me ask my question and... I guess I'm debating you, not him, but that's okay. I'm not surprised. We just got this in front of 200 mil, 250 million. You see, he gets it. He understands. Like, oh, okay. The nigga that's hosting this debate, he's in the pocket of the establishment. That's all. And it is pretty much like him debating the moderator more so than the fellow presidential candidate. What the leaders and generals total support law enforcement, almost every law enforcement group in the United States. I have Florida. I have Texas. I have Ohio. I have every excuse me, Portland. The sheriff just came out today and he said, I support President Trump. I don't think you have any law enforcement. You can't even say the word law enforcement, because if you say those words, you're going to lose all of your radical left supporters. And why? That's cold. This nigga ain't playing, man. 
This nigga's cold, dude. You say those words. Uh, why don't you say the words law enforcement? Because you know what? If they called us in Portland, we would put out that fire in a half an hour. But they won't do it because they're run by radical left Democrats. If you look oh, at Chicago, shit. if you look at any place you want to look, Seattle, they heard we were coming in the following day and they put up their hands and we got back Seattle. Minneapolis, we got it back, Joe, because we believe in law and order, but you don't. The top 10 cities and just about the top 40 cities are run by Democrats and in many cases, radical left. And they've got you wrapped around their finger, Joe, to a point where you don't want to say anything about law and order. And I'll tell you what, the people of this country want and demand law and order, and you're afraid to even say it. He doesn't have any law well, you know, look, he has no law enforcement. That's support. not true. Almost that's nothing. Not, look, who do you have? Name one group that supports you. Name one group that came out and supported you. Go look, ahead. Look. Think. We have time. <laughs> he can't say BLM. He can't say Antifa. But in all actuality, if he really had the balls, he could have. And he would be absolutely right saying it. Because, like, at this point, and it's, like, no disrespect to BLM, sincerely, the people who really believe in um, at least the slogan of Black Lives Matter, and I get it, but the organization itself is corrupted. Y'all should know that by now. And you should also know that it was a machine that became oiled and operated by the Democratic Party in one way or another almost as like a terrorist not 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 literally a terrorist organization but almost as a terrorist organization to keep the blacks away from more right-wing thinking and right-wing perspectives that's because with blm black lives matter as long as you're a liberal a black liberal if you're a black conservative you're a coon you're a shoeshine you're a sellout you're a tap dancer and they they have no use for you That's the reality. But those people were definitely in support of Joe Biden, definitely did the job for Biden, caused a lot of destruction in the process, but they were able to ignore it. Meanwhile, you know, some whites wild the fuck out the Capitol building and it's all mayhem and they got to mention it 24 seven to make Trump and its supporters seem unhinged. Right. And extreme uh, radicals. Right. Like I said, the radicalization of the right based on a pyramid that was created by a bunch of liberals, I think. Showcase the MAGA Republicans on the second level, which I believe was the yellow level of the pyramid, along with Prager University, Turning Point USA and a couple of other networks, including InfoWars as well. It makes you wonder how the people really began to believe that that situation was going on. Like that was really what's happening. And these Trump supporters are white supremacists, even the blacks, even the blacks that are from urban areas. You know what I mean? The blacks, like myself. But who was able to come with his own individual thought through his own, my own individual research and to be able 
to talk about it freely because I don't really give a shit. <clears throat> and at the very least, I'm not the go along to get along type of person. I'm not the go along to get along type of person. Trump appears to not be a go along to get along type of person. You know, Trump at times he tends to be very arrogant, very disrespectful when necessary. He is disrespectful, but it is necessary when he is. Excuse me. Especially when it comes to these peasant reporters. We don't have time to do no, anything. No, no. All right, sir. Name right, one folks, law enforcement folks. group that came well, I out think, and I think, Gentlemen, I think I'm going to take back the moderator's role. And, and I want to get to another subject, which is the issue of protests in many cities that have turned violent in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, this nigga came out. I remember him coming out to this. I'm not really a fan of Metallica like that. And it's not because, you know, they white. I like, uh, I'm more of a, like a Led Zeppelin, uh, type of listener when it comes to rock music, or I would be more inclined to say a classic rock fan than what would be considered modern rock. Although the new metal is okay. Deftones always been one of my recent, I would say recent time favorite bands. But we're going back. I'm going back to like 311 days, sublime days, shit like that. You know, easy, easy, easy going, easy to listen to rock music. Right. But him coming out to uh, I forgot what this song is called. Is it Never Neverland? Or is it is this the Sandman song? No, it's not a Sandman song, is it? I forgot. But the Metallica shit coming out to the Metallica shit. Wallin. I don't want any problems with uh, any copyright bullshit. So let me skip this a little bit. What the corrupt media has refused to do. I held Joe Biden accountable for his 47 years of lies, 47 years of betrayal, and 47 years of failure. I said... Sleepy Joe, name one Sleepy Joe. law enforcement group that supports you. And then Chris Wallace says, don't do that. That's not. Can you believe this guy? I was debating two people last night. What are they going to do? You know, someday we're not going to be doing this anymore. What are they going to do without Trump? What are they going to do? Oh, those poor people. Look at all of them. Whoa. Maybe 16 years, I said, let's hack it up. Let's hack it up. Oh, there's a beauty. Here we go. Here we go. There's another beauty out there. Go home to mom. Did you see last night? I said, say the words to law enforcement. Don't even say good or bad. Sleepy Joe, say law enforcement. He goes, no, I'd rather not. Say law enforcement, Sleepy Joe. Law enforcement with safety. No, no, no. It's law enforcement. He wouldn't say it, right? Then I said, name one group in the entire nation. I've got Minnesota now. I've got everybody. (laughs) 
they one group in the entire nation from law enforcement that's supporting you. Well, 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 I'll uh, take Chris Wallace. Okay, let's go to the next question. He's in trouble. He's in trouble. Let me protect him for Fox. Joe Biden says Antifa is just an idea. Well, ideas don't assault cops and they don't burn down buildings. Antifa is a domestic terrorist organization. After I put tariffs on foreign steel, the Iron Rage came roaring back. But the biggest thing I did was knock out his executive order. I've knocked out so much of the things that he did. He can't, can't like me too much. I would say he doesn't like me too much. Hey, did you see what happened with the FBI today? They caught them cold. Comey either has the worst memory in history. Did you see? I don't remember that. Did you spy on President Trump's campaign? Gee, I don't remember that. Did you go for a coup? Did you go for a coup? Uh, I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. Did you see in New York today? A hundred thousand fraudulent ballots. They sent out a hundred thousand ballots. Wrong names, wrong addresses, wrong envelopes. Other than that, they did quite well. I mean, I don't even know. I just saw a poll. New York Times, can you believe? Failing New York Times. When we leave in 10, 14, 18, 22 years from now, the New York Times will be out of business. So will a lot of them. But... Democrats are now the party of high taxes, high crime, open borders, late-term abortion, socialism, and blatant corruption. No matter how you feel, that's what it is. The Republican Party is the party of the American worker, the American family, the American dream, and the late, great Abraham Lincoln. You know that, right? Abraham Lincoln. Honestly. Remember, I always said... I can be more presidential than any other past president other than perhaps Abraham Lincoln when he's wearing the hat, right? Because it's easy to be presidential, but I only have about three people in front of me. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Is everything okay in Iowa? Oh, I see. The world is ripping you off. Well, there's not a thing I can do about that. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> no, we got to do it the right way. Republicans, and by the way, can I be honest? Doing this takes far more talent than doing that. That's, and, that's, and that's Trump's, that's Trump's savagery. That's Trump's treachery. This is Trump treachery Thursday. Even though this will probably be Friday when I upload it. I'm black. But yeah, man, just a relaxed episode, just going over a few things when it comes to Trump, one of the good whites for the blacks who just so happen to be a Republican, at least on paper. I I, I never I would never look at Trump as a direct representation of the Republican Party. Because he's too base for a lot of the rhinos. And a lot of the rhinos are the ones that are starting to get pulled midway. So you always got to be careful of those people. And they, they consider themselves Republican. If you're going by 
uh, I would say a more direct approach, you know, you would have to look at Donald Trump as a problem, man. Because he has more of a direct approach. A lot of people just did not accept it and they just weren't ready for it. So they just like they disliked him from the door. He didn't have a chance to begin with with certain people. Because these are longtime Democrats, lifelong Democrats. Even the points, the valid points that he makes, they won't listen to it. They'll ignore it. They'll try to point something out. Typical. Absolutely despicable, man. Where's his joint at? Like the rest of his joint up. Relax for a bit. If I have to go back in here. Continue doing these floors. Finish my eight and hit the gate. But yeah, you deal with a president like Trump, which there probably will never be another president like Trump. He's just gonna tell it how it is. No sugarcoating, no no BS, no deflection, no lies, right? Exposing a lot of shit going on behind the scenes, which is why he's kind of public enemy number one when it comes to media. Even those that consider themselves right wing media, they're still on the same agenda. They're just on a different team. Because they'll feed you some, it won't be a lie, but it will be the truth, but very, it will be the truth, but somehow exaggerated. It's the truth, but it's exaggerated to be something more important than what it really is. Best example that I have is all the Republican, the GOPs that that got together and had this so-called case against the Bidens, uh, Hunter and Joe Biden, and nothing's came of it. But it's on TV. It's always live streamed on Fox, right? You can catch it on Fox, live streamed. It ain't really something that's going to have much of a cause and effect. It's something that's looked at as a cause, but there's no there's no effect from that. I guarantee you, nothing's going to come from that. Nothing. Is it unfortunate? I don't know. Maybe it was just being clear. Maybe it's just like confirmation and understanding corruption and how corruption really works. Because if there is a supposed big case being created, allegedly, against Biden and there's nothing but live streams and all of these events mainly on Fox, right? Nothing nothing takes place after it. It's just filler. It's just something for people to watch, something for people to talk about. Oh, this is going to be it. They finally got something against him. We're going to get him out of office. Then what happens? 
Kamala steps up. Y'all want that to happen? And you know what's crazy? And I'll be honest while I'll say this, and I'm being 100% honest. If, um, if Kamala Harris w- were to become president for the small portion before election, there would actually be trouble. There's women. It's the same. It's a weird dynamic. It's it's more of like a personal um, identity. It's a more personal case of identity politics. When it becomes like, okay, a woman that's in power or a woman that's really in a position and the men and the and the men have to not obey, but the men have to accept it and the women have to be on board, that would be like the feminist time to shine. Oh man, we can't believe it. We got the first female president almost by proxy in a sense. Or just by default. And with as bad as it sounds, with momentum like that, dealing with the women that will essentially vote with feelings anyway, rather than with facts and results, it would be a disaster. She would win. I hate to say it. There's a good chance she would win. And there would be a lot of guys that would vote for it. Something to think about. Well, not really. Nothing to think about with that. But yeah, politically speaking, when I first started listening to a lot, not not really with Trump, I was listening to a lot of people who talked about Trump because I wanted to know how people felt. With Obama, I noticed a lot of ass kissing, right? People praised Obama. And Obama did really nothing. Um, the result in the black community speaks for itself. Uh, whether the effects of the recession and things of that nature, there's a there's a lot of things you can put into to play here. Um, they still kind of stuck with they stuck with Obama for the most part. The people that were against Obama before, they were definitely against Obama within the second term, right? But there was no quote on, I don't believe that there was much racism as I can remember. I think some some people were smart and they kind of saw the writing on the wall. A lot of the socialism influence, a lot of like the radical left influence, ironically enough, that people didn't want to point out, or people that may have had suspicion, they rode with it. He black. You know what I mean? And look what happened. White man, Trump coming. Bring the other white man back. Trump came in and it was like night and day. It's not because he's white either. Because as you know, I don't really participate in a lot of um, identity politics. 
I've learned my lesson from that for voting for Obama 2008. And on a completely different side, knowing what where I was at and going to where I'm at today makes sense to me because I've had the information and the experience on the opposite end. You feel me? So it's not it's 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 easy to address because I've went through the experiences, right? When people talk about quote unquote racism, I mentioned this in a previous episode where people will experience racism somehow through other people's experience. So if you had a family member, an older family member that dealt with racism, then somehow you've dealt with racism, which is absolute BS. Whatever racism that you deal with or discrimination that you deal with or prejudice that you deal with, compared to what older generations within your family has dealt with, you're bitching and you're whining too much. That's the reality of it. The opportunities that they dreamed of, you currently have, you just don't take them. And you and you sit back and you blame, you blame Whitey for it. What the... And the white man that's telling you that the white men are devils and bad, they're the ones that's really doing you harm. What the? These be the same motherfuckers marching alongside with you. They only do it one time a year. That's when the election's coming up. But that's a different topic for a different episode. You dig? But the whole knowing about what's going on thing for me has just been like my my truth-seeking journey, right? And it's been this rabbit hole for first for the first 4 years, maybe 3 and a half. Red pill relationships, shit like that. Then it became more direct. Like now it's like because if a guy's just if if a guy was were to just sit back and tell you about why bitches are this, why bitches are that. And he's just talking and he has nothing to prove what he's saying. It may be entertainment, but it isn't something that could be taken serious. When I bring up the shit that I bring up and I bring up these retarded ass bitches complaining, doing the same shit that I tell you that these bitches do. They go out there and they sleep around, do what they want. Last minute, oh, where are all the good men? Oh, I've been abused, this and that. I was used, this and that, sob story. Wah, cry, complain, whatever, bitch moan, whatever. And guys who who understand this shit, they sit back and go, oh, yeah, this is the type of woman that I talk about all the time. They're on TikTok. I'm only playing their TikToks that they already have public. I'm just reacting to it. What started off as just that, you know, it kind of just moved on more in the political realm of shit. And then realizing Trump is like, yo, this nigga ain't bad at all. I don't know what the fuck these other people talking about, man. I'm sorry. I just can't resonate with it. Because I'm looking at I'm looking at this shit on a logical level rather than an emotional level. If it was anything else, it would be a different story. But when it comes to people, you know, representing the country, it's the best person who offers the best. 
when it comes to Trump, whether people like it or not, you do your research, you realize that in the black communities, especially uh, with the black unemployment rate alone, I mean, you really can't dispute that. I'm just you can't you really can't dispute it. All right. The money that he gave to the HBCUs, historical black colleges and universities, can't dispute that. You can look that up as well. And if you want, um, you can compare how much Obama gave to how much Trump gave. Or if you really want to wake up, you can compare how many um, illegal immigrants that Trump deported with his cages that his administration is responsible for and how many did uh, Obama with Obama, Obama had the cages, by the way. Compare that to how many that uh, Trump deported within four years. Come on, man. But a lot of people don't want to hear this information. They just want to go along with the emotion. You know, stay connected to the CNN zombies. The CNN. That's what I'm going to call them now. The CNN zombies. I would roast Don uh, Don Lemon, but he's gone. They fired him. He gone. He gone. They got rid of his ass. Another weak guy. Beta. Another weakling. It's always this. And if you look back, man, I remember Don Lemon talking about telling guys to pull their pants up, go out there, look for a job. You know, make something of yourself. There was videos of him saying that. I forgot if it was CNN. I think he was with CNN still at that point. But this was back when, you know, the liberal blacks, they were still telling, they were still telling blacks, hey, pull your pants up, you know, get a job. There's opportunities out here. You know, do this, do that. You know, there was still that mentality. And there was a video of him saying that pretty much. And it was really impressive until I realized today what it's all about. They ignore all of the chaos that took place in all these major cities. They ignored that. Didn't pay attention to it. But the effect was already was already taking place. Shit was in full effect. And they had no choice but to go along and get along. And that's when a lot of these networks and a lot of these news uh, media outlets, that's why when Trump mentions it as fake news, that's kind of what it becomes, man. These niggas are really the, the corrupted ones. But they got Trump as the scapegoat. They got Trump as the scapegoat. But they're they are actually the corrupted ones the entire time. Very few people are waking up. Very few people are realizing it for themselves. And that's just what it's going to have to be. It's not going to be this large wave that people think it is. But you start to notice. It's not even that you don't even notice the black conservatives first. You hear the response of news media and how they look at black conservatives, how they would look at black Trump supporters. 
black conservatives, black Trump supporters, they're seen as coons, Uncle Toms, sellouts, etc. Within mainstream media, CNN alone, and Don Lemon also went on that when he talked about uh, Larry Elder in the last episode we went through. I think it was the last episode. Yeah, one of the segments from the last episode. Um, how they can really go out there and shame another black on national television and they are not the ones who are considered to sell out to the coons. And these are these are the ones who outside of media who follow the narrative. These could be some of the red, black and green people, right? They're talking about black pride and black love. But when they deal with black conservatives, they're just instantly coons and sellouts. So by these blacks attacking those people is attacking oneself. Right. It's brother this and brother that and it's black lives matter this black lives matter that. But you ain't willing to point out the things that go along with everyday life in certain communities. You don't see the Jesse Jacksons. You don't see that. You don't see the Al Sharptons march around when a black kills another black. Or innocent bystander, a black kid playing in the street gets killed. You don't see these people around. All right. So when people bring up this, all this bullshit, this propaganda, I mean, I'll listen to it. But I don't I don't go along with it. It doesn't make sense to me. I didn't mean to play that. We're getting ready to wrap this shit up. We are an hour and 13 minutes in. I'm glad I went through those two episodes. Not the two episodes, the two videos from Get a Job. If you want to check out the video, because that is actually a video. Both videos are available on YouTube. Get a Job YouTube channel. I think he has like 10 savage moments from Donald Trump. They're all entertaining. I've, I've watched all of them repeatedly. It's a very high point, in my opinion, when it comes to the country. Because it's like, who else in a country like the United States of America, who else would you actually feel comfortable with running the country than Trump at this point? Right now, at this particular point, what, as a black, like, like he said before, what do you got to lose? That's the realest thing I've ever heard a Republican in previous time present time say to blacks with what the Democrats have been offering y'all and what you've gotten in return. What do you got to lose voting for me, nigga? Feel me? That's some real shit. That's real, man. That's live. That's based. Extremely based. And what has he been doing since then? Exposing these niggas? Oh, Biden's been in office for 47 years. Did nothing. A waste man. Signed along with a bill that incarcerated the most black men in presidential history. What the? So for people that wonder, why do I fuck with Trump so much? 
and I don't mean fuck with Trump in a negative way. I mean fuck with Trump in a positive way. Why do I support Trump? It's simple. There's enough people that I dislike that dislike Trump for me to give Trump a chance. I'll start off with saying that. Meaning, there were people that I didn't really care for, people that I don't like socially that dislike Trump. And the thing about it, when I asked them why they dislike Trump, not because I was a Trump supporter at that time. I just wanted to know from another person's perspective, especially a black person, of why they hate Trump. They never come up with a solid answer. If they're racist, I ask if, if they say he's racist, I ask what incidents prove that he was a racist. Oh, when it comes to protecting the border. Nigga, you shot out. You don't know about what's going on in the country. Now these niggas in Chicago, they know about what's going on. All of those people, they're out there in the black communities. They don't drop them off in the rural areas. They don't drop them off in the townhouses where, you know, Caucasians, most Caucasians live. They drop them off amongst the blacks. Why not? That just shows how much care they have for you for what you voted for, but then again, you get what you vote for. What can I say? Excuse me. It is what it is at this point. My headphones charged up all the way, so that's good. It's only 8 o'clock, man. Shit. Do I have something else? I, I probably have something else I can play, actually. I can stop this at 8.15 if I have something else. If I don't, then I'm not going to stretch it. Uh, No, I don't. I thought I had something else, but I don't. But yeah, I fuck with Trump because Trump Trump just really don't give a shit. You know what I mean? And there's there's a level of there's a there's a level of appreciation that one person can have for another for that characteristic alone. He just don't give a shit. He's not bowing down to these people, which is why a lot of people will look at Trump as more of like the underdog when it comes to the country and like in comparison to the last guy, well, in comparison to this guy that we have now, um, he's a leader, right? He may not be a leader that everybody likes, but he's a leader that the world can respect, right? You get a guy like Sleepy Joe, Joe Biden. I mean, what what is there to really respect out of somebody who looks like him? Guy can't walk up or down flight of stairs. He can't find he can't find his way off of any stage. At this point, you know, when he talks, it's just like a clown show. He's a bozo. It's despicable. Representation of what country? What a mess. But anyway, for right now, that's all I gotta say. So in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, a Trump treachery Thursday edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. 
And I'm going to have the audience wrap this shit up. I'm going to have something going on tomorrow, nine times out of ten, for the AM. Do everything like how I'm usually doing now. But until next time, where's the where's the audience at? Oh, until next time, I'm out. Peace.